Anne, you're still muted. morning. Thank you for joining this morning, this practice of being aware of awareness. It's always helpful for me right off the bat to kind of do a scan and check for any holding, any kind of bracing or any, even the most subtle resistance. But I don't want to try to get rid of it. I don't want to resist resistance. I simply want to invite it to come up come out into the light. So one of the ways I do that is I check to see if I'm breathing like just kind of slow and easy or if I have this kind of much more shallow breath after me. I'm just bringing curiosity. A warm kind of noticing. welcomes everything that's here to be here. Just allowing ourselves to arrive fully. And if it's available to lay down whatever's kind of being held. Whatever imagining there may be about needing to attend to a thought or an idea or a feeling. We can notice the, the background if there's kind of a story story of a me or of a world. And what if none of that is a problem for me to address myself to? What if for now there are no problems, only energies and sensations? How would it feel if everything was allowed to be just as it is?
So this noticing is, is always here, right? It's ongoing. So we don't need to effort in the sense of maintaining it. There may, however, require some effort to notice when attention has been drawn somewhere else, to something else, to mind or to the body or out to a sound. And we're just noticing that. So the effort, so to speak, is noticing where attention is, what it's on. And then noticing, but that's naturally noticed. In essence, you're not doing noticing. Noticing's being done. And you are watching. may be available to just kind of have this sense of falling back a little bit, allowing everything to play through. Noticing that this rising and falling is just what's happening. Sounds are rising and falling, energies are rising and falling, thoughts are rising and falling. Thank you. 
So as, as we kind of watch this noticing, watch these objects arise to be noticed. Perhaps we can play the uh, awakening game we're playing this week, which is, where am I? So one way to begin is to just get a sense of where you are. specifically. Where is my sense of self? For some people, it's in the head. And if they had to get more specific, many say, right behind the eyes right in there and others report it's in their chest if they had to get more specific right around their heart So we're just holding this question lightly, but we're intending to really look. Of course, we're not trying to come up with a conceptual answer. Words or thoughts or teachings. We're, we're much more interested in our direct experience of where, where we are. So we can just begin by saying, where am I? Looking. Where's your sense of yourself being? Can you locate a, a specific area where is your, that's your best sense of where you are? So now what if we direct our attention to our right hand? specifically to the fingers.
Can you feel your right hand? Can you feel the fingers? And then we just allow a, a kind of a gentle, logical questioning to arise. If I were just in my head or just in my heart, could I feel the sensation in my hand and my fingers? I do feel the sensation in my hand and my fingers. And if I can feel sensation there, don't I need to be there too? So where am I? Again, we're not trying to reason it out. I mean, I can see my mind showing me a picture of, of the nervous system. <laughs> Didn't really know I knew that. Um, we're not going for a mental answer. We're just being willing to hold the question open. Just being willing to question the assumptions and stay in that, I, I don't know in that legitimate, genuine, not knowing posture. Where am I? Again, we're just holding the question. We're not actively searching for an answer. We're just holding the question and opening to what arises, if anything. Contented to just hold the question. Where am I?
So if there's a sense of in my head and my heart and my right hand, can I feel my left foot? Can I feel sensation in my left foot? So not just mentally knowing I have a left foot or picturing it, but actually feeling into the sensations that arise when I put attention on my left foot. So if I notice sensation there, and I certainly do, <clears throat> don't I need to be there also? Where am I? Again, we're just relaxing into the question. Just kind of living the question, being the question, being with the question. Not seeking for anything, just letting that go. Just a trust fall into the question. Where am I? Where am I? 
So the way Adi Ashanti uh, describes this posture of inquiry, where we just hold this question, um, you know, specifically and yet gently, and just allow whatever comes to come, and more particularly, whatever doesn't come to not come. He, he describes this as making yourself available to grace. Where am I? So we can move on to another sensation. Can you, can you feel your left elbow? And again, it's, it's the same questioning. If I were limited to the head and the heart and the right hand and the left foot, could I also feel sensation in my left elbow? And we don't need an answer again. We're just noticing that we can't be limited to one place. Because as the spotlight of attention roams, we can feel many places. So where am I?
we just keep noticing that it can't be true what what mind kind of subtly suggests that we're just in one place we're centered in one location it's just not logical we cannot be limited to that our direct experience tells us we're more than that that we're that and more, much more. Just in our own direct investigation and exploration in our body. So where am I? We're tracing this thread of inquiry silently and patiently. Back through all the beliefs, 
the identifications, the hidden assumptions. We're just inviting these hidden assumptions to come up about where I am and where I'm not and where I must be and where I can't believe I am and, and all of that, just allowing that to come up. And we're letting the questions just remove what we're not. Where am I? We can expand the game to sound. Whatever you are, wherever you are, you hear sound, you know that. But how subtle can you get about feeling sound? Noticing that your system registers it. So if a sound that occurs clearly outside the body. Registers. Can you be only in your head or only in your heart?
or only in the body, wherever that is. Maybe you're less of an object that has a border, a defined boundary. More like a field. That registers what's happening in the field, interacts with it. Where am I? Adi Ashanti writes of inquiry, the realization of truth and reality can never be created by the mind. It always comes as a gift of grace. Inquiry clears away misperceptions and illusions making one available to the movements of grace. The question of where opens the doorway to reality and truth but is by no means the only question for inquiry. Leave no stone unturned, no assumption unexamined. 
no form of denial left intact.
So as we hold the question, where am I? And we hold our direct experience up to the belief, I am the body. While we feel the body, we're aware of the body. We're also aware of the space just outside the body, all around. And the space beyond that, the space up to the walls of the room. And then the space that goes through the walls, right, out beyond the structure we're in. What we are is apparently aware of all of that. It's aware of the sky. It's aware of this thing called the atmosphere and space. So part of the investigation of where am I is if this I has a border or a boundary. Where does the I stop and the world begin? Again, Adi Ashanti, the realization of truth and reality can never be created by the mind. It always comes as a gift of grace. Inquiry clears away misperceptions and illusions, making one available to the movements of grace. So we investigate this question of where am I slowly and deliberately. All right, we place the question into the stillness and we make ourselves available to the movements of grace.
Where am I? That brings us to the bottom of the hour. Thank you for joining. <laughs>